at Christian Love Baptist Church would like to invite you to our Christian Love Family Life Center located 3515 Hudson Boulevard next door to the Christian Love Baptist Church. You're welcome to join our fitness center with state-of-the-art equipment. Need a place for a wedding reception, family reunion, or conference space? Well, look no further than the Christian Love Family Life Center. We can meet all your needs with the latest audio and video equipment. For more information, contact Miss Patsy at 318-709-8116 or Miss Linda Johnson at 770-371-3466. When you experience the loss of a loved one and you need to select a funeral home, Robinson Family Mortuary is that funeral home. Robinson Family Mortuary is locally owned and operated in the city of Pineville, Louisiana. Robinson Family Mortuary serves the entire community of central Louisiana and surrounding parishes, including Natchitoches, Avoyles, Grant, Wynn, Allen, and throughout the entire state. Robinson Family Mortuary is staffed with over 40 years of tender loving care and experience. Robinson Family Mortuary offers cremation, floral arrangements, headstones, and catering for your repast. For information regarding any of our services, please feel free to contact Dolores or Tyrone at 318-442-7300. That's 318-442-7300. Robinson Family Mortuary. A family serving families. Robinson Family Mortuary is now located at 1815 Military Highway, Pineville, Louisiana. Hours of operation are from 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Robinson Family Mortuary, a proud sponsor of this program. Southern Heritage Bank is Central Louisiana's family of banks that provide that personal service in a corporate environment. Southern Heritage Bank is located 5211 Jackson Street. You can phone them at 318-561-2227. Southern Heritage Bank has a full range of services that are available such as online banking, freedom checking, 24-hour bank line. You can phone 1-800-992-7059. And we are an equal housing lender. Southern Heritage Bank promises prompt services without unnecessary hassle. Come in. Let us service your banking need. Again, that all-important phone number is 318-561-2227. Your life is a wreck. Your car is a wreck. Will your family be next? At Hunter & Beck, it's not about the money. It's about respect. With Hunter & Beck, you get experienced trial attorneys. 318-487-1997 or 800 448 8614. And remember, at Hunter and Beck, you get Hunter and Beck. Thank you for tuning in for today's message with Reverend Larry R. Turner. If you would like a copy of today's message, you can contact the church office at 318-443-8715 to purchase a CD for only a $7 donation. Always remember, it's worth a trip to come and visit Christian Love Baptist Church, 3515 Hudson Boulevard, Alexandria, Louisiana. Welcome to a broadcast of Live Big Ministries, a ministry of Hollywood Presbyterian Church in Shreveport, Louisiana, where Harry Cooper Jr. is pastor and spirit coach. We're located at 2840 Hollywood Avenue. At Live Big Ministries, we are encouraging and equipping people to live in victory every day, believing in God. We worship each Sunday at 1030 and hold Bible study each Tuesday at 630. If you're interested in prayer or counseling, call us at 318-610-0068. You can also follow us at livebigministries.com or on Facebook. 
Listen now to a recent message from Pastor Harry Cooper. For the next few minutes of time that you will never get back again, I want to share with you or share from the topic, what are you waiting on? What are you waiting on? So turn to your neighbor, if you'd be so kind, and just ask your neighbor, say, neighbor, what are you waiting on? Turn to another neighbor and say, other neighbor, what you waiting on? Let me begin by asking a simple question. Is there anyone here who has ever uh, dealt with procrastination? Anyone here who has had dreams in their life, but they kept waiting for the right time to start working on them? Anybody here who has some ideas that they believe are possible, but you haven't really started working on them because you didn't feel right or you were kind of scared or you were kind of nervous about the outcome or you weren't sure how it was going to turn out? Anybody who, who just, just, just got a little nervous when it came to trying to step out where you knew you wanted to be? I see some people who are uh, uh, agreeing that you have had this experience. And I, I believe that it is common that most of us at one point in time or another have had to deal with that feeling of procrastination. I'm just not going to do it right now. I'm, I'm going to wait. I, 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 it's not the right season of my life. Now, we began this year in the first Sunday by establishing that our theme for 2018 was manifesting your extreme dream in 2018. Manifesting your extreme dream dream in 2018 we use as a foundational scripture Ephesians the third the third chapter verses 20 and 21 it says now to the one who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask for or even imagine according to the power that is at work in us Ooh. Uh, every time I read that, I, I start feeling a little bit more powerful. And then I, for, you know, then I, realistically, I also say, my goodness, why have I been walking as if I didn't have power? When the scripture just told me, I have power. And not just me who has power, but you who has power. We all have power, and it is connected to a divine power source that does not run out. So when we begin to believe in what scripture teaches us about us, that we have power when we are connected to the power source, then we begin to have a little bit more confidence and a little bit more energy to take on the task that life presents us to take on. So what am I saying? I'm asking today, what are you waiting on? You've got dreams, you have aspirations, 
or we are called upon to work and develop these dreams and these aspirations. I am inviting you to do it. I am planning an event for you to be able to do it in a very real, tangible way so that this is not just some exercise in theory, but this is actually something that you can apply to every day of your life. This is, uh, this is a product that when you do it, you will be able to see it. And when you see it, you will remember doing it and you will be able to remember how it, you engage the process of doing it. It's called developing pneumatic memory markers. And pneumatic memory markers are things that you have tangibly done with your hands that you will remember later on. So when you develop a vision board, when you actually take the time to write these things out, engage your creativity, establish it on a board that you can see, put it, take a picture of it, put it on your, on your cell phone as your backdrop, or, 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 or put it on your, on your Facebook as your profile, put it on your Instagram so that you can, others can help to hold you accountable for the things that you said that you were going to do. You begin to establish this in your life. This is real. This is, this is something that's tangible. This is, this is the, whereas this is also spiritual. Yes. Whereas I believe this is absolutely based in scripture where scriptures, where God says, write the vision and make it plain. I didn't write that scripture. I'm just, re I'm a repeater. <laughs> I'm just sharing what scripture teaches us. Write the vision, make it plain. That's what this vision board is. It's writing the vision that you have for your life. Now you recognize it's all going to begin when you first seek the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, and then everything is going to be added unto you. So the thing is, in establishing your vision board, you're asking God to guide you through that creative process, and you're always going to put God first. You're never going to put the vision above the God who gave and has the provision for the vision. You, you catch that? The divine has the provision for the vision. The divine is the one who allows you and gave you the creativity, gave you the brain, gave you the desires. So these are the things that the, that the divine is listening for you as you share back with the giver who gave it to you. So the question again becomes, what are you waiting on? If it is that it is your intent to experience and manifest your extreme dream in 2018, it has to begin somewhere. It, it's not going to just, you're not just going to sit on your assets and suddenly it's going to happen. You're going to have to get up. You're going to have to do something. You're going to have to be intentional about manifesting the extreme dream. And we're talking about the extreme dream. I'm not talking about just passing your test. I'm talking about acing the ACT, getting a perfect score on the SAT. Maybe you're working on the MCAT or maybe you're working on the GMAT, whatever, your GRE, no matter what it is. I'm talking about the extreme dream is not just getting by. I don't know very many people whose most extreme dream is I just want to get by, Lord. But even if that is your most extreme dream, now unto him who is able to do more. 
than you can ask for or even imagine, conceive. You have not conceived, eyes have not seen nor ears have they heard what God has prepared for those who love God. Now imagine what that scripture actually says. Eyes have not seen it. Ears have not heard all that God is capable of providing for those who love God. So somebody who has dealt with procrastination in their life has dealt with it because you were scared. What if I were to ask you what caused your procrastination? I'm not going to ask anybody who who has procrastinated cleaning out your garage. Um, I, I know nobody. I don't have anybody who might have procrastinated like that, but or, or, or that room, or that drawer, the junk drawer. I mean, the drawer that you just the the the, the bottomless pit drawer. You just go throw stuff in there because you say I'm gonna need that one day. I just don't need it today. But the today that the one day never comes. So now you got some whole bunch of I'm gonna need it one day stuff in a drawer that's just never gonna ever be used. And you go back over it, and then sometimes you even go to cleaning out that drawer and say, well, you know, I still might need this one day. So the drawer simply looks just a little bit neater, but it got the same amount of stuff in it. What are you waiting on, though? What is it that what is it that is causing the hesitation? What is it that is causing you not to work to fulfill your most extreme dream? What is it that is holding you back? How is it that what's tethered to you? Is there something in your mind or something in your heart or something in your consciousness that makes you believe it's not going to happen for you? How many of us have sometimes watched others who started the journey with us and watched them do some things that that look like they're going to excel and succeed, and you're sitting there wondering, well, Lord, what about me? Or start feeling some kind of way when you you have to contemplate whether you're really going to go back to your, your class reunion because you heard what some of your classmates were doing. Now understand, this is a, this is, I mean, am, am I bowling down the right alley? Anybody ever had those kind of thoughts? I, I mean, it, 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 it's, let me be honest about myself. Myself, honestly, I went to high school, a high, very high achieving high school. So I was at high school, and some of you mostly probably know the story, I was in high school with Michelle Obama. So we went to high school together. So you start seeing some people. You got Michelle Obama. Then I got um, Joan Higginbotham, who flew on the space shuttle, was a classmate of mine. I look at these other, some of my other friends who are out there, you know, attorneys, and some of them are doctors and psychiatrists. And sometimes I'm thinking, I'm saying to myself, huh, now I'm going to go to class reunion, and what am I going to say? I wrote a book. Ah, uh, yes, I am. I'm a stellar nominated songwriter. Yeah, okay, now, now, so, you know, you start thinking about yourself, but when you realize, you start putting, you compare yourself to where other people are, and you start saying to yourself, well, mm, how am I going to mount up? I'm just a preacher. Hmm. That's just, that was something in my 20th high school reunion that I actually had to wrestle with, of going to tell people I'm, I'm just, just, quote, unquote, a preacher. How can I be just a preacher 
when I am sharing the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it took me as long in seminary as it took any one of my friends who finished law school. <laughs> it took the exact same amount of time to finish seminary as it took to finish law school. And had I gone to school one more year, I could have come out as an MD with a doctor. So it, the, the comparisons were there, but the strength and the energy of what causes us sometimes to look at ourselves with less than positive eyes, that's real. That's just me. Now, maybe you've had a level of self-confidence that you never had to question yourself. Maybe you have never wondered what you could have been or where you might have been in looking at others. And I, I, I applaud you for that because that is a wonderful thing. But many people sometimes slow down because they start looking around. Looking at other people, looking at self, well, I don't have what they have. I don't have what they have. I can't talk like him. I can't walk like her. I can't sing like that person. I can't, I can't, I, I can't write like this other person. And so now all of a sudden we start negating ourselves based on what we think somebody else is thinking about us. And so sometimes we procrastinate. We don't do the very thing we know that might deliver us from where we have been to get us where we can be because we are insecure about where we are. So this beginning message is for you. It's for anybody who has ever dealt with procrastination. Let me say it real quickly and so that you can succinctly start easy. Start easy. If you're, taking, if you're taking notes, that's point number one. If you want to deal with your procrastination, scientifically it is said, start easy. Now understand, you can't sit and start at the same time. Can't sit and start at the same time. So you're going to have to start, but you know what? You don't have to clean the whole garage. You just have to clean one corner. Can I clean one corner? Can, you know what? If you move one box, if you remove one box, the garage is cleaner. Am I right? If you move one box or remove one box, the garage is already cleaner than it was before you did anything. And the moment you remove that one box, celebrate yourself. Start easy. And point number two, celebrate yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. How many of us have beaten ourselves up mentally, emotionally, psychologically, dealing with self-psychological abuse? thinking about ourselves, using negative words to talk about ourselves. This is not what God desires for us. God is saying, I want you to elevate your consciousness and your conscious thoughts and believe that what God is providing for us exceeds what we already have. So start easy. Do something. Don't beat yourself up. Start celebrating yourself. Because guess what happens? What do you do? All right, anybody have children? I know many do. Uh, if, if you have children um, and you were potty training your child, what did you do when your child got it right the first time? Woo! Oh, you made potty. Good job. Wonderful job. 
Am I right? Now, why did you do that? Because you wanted to encourage them to do it again. And because it felt so good to them to hear being cheered on. You know how you feel when people cheer you on? When people tell you, oh, girl, that was the best uh, 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 that was the best Brussels sprouts I have ever eaten in my entire life. Or, oh my goodness, those were some those were some terrific asparagus tips. I have never had asparagus tips that were quite so tasty, just like that. Oh, your roasted red peppers were fantastic. I mean, when people are complimenting you on what you do, or I, oh my goodness, oh girl, oh you need to wear that. Oh, I know you can't wear it every day. But boy, you need to buy some more stuff like that because you are looking fantastic in that. Oh, my man, you looking sharp. Are you cleaner than a board of health? You cleaner than a box of chitlins washed in Clorox. You are just clean. I mean, I mean, who does not like being affirmed? So imagine if you didn't have to wait for somebody else to make you feel good. Because if you are dependent on other people to say something to make you feel good, guess who's got the power in that relationship? You are Pinocchio, they are Geppetto. And anytime they pull their string, they say something good, your hand goes up. They say something bad, your hand goes down. They make you move, they wiggle their hands like this, you wiggle your body like that. Why? Because you are dancing to the beat of somebody else's drum because they are in control of you. But what happens if you then take control of your own life? Take control of your own happiness. Take control of your own peace. When you begin to take control of your life, then all of a sudden you're not, oh, somebody could call you ugly and you, you saying to yourself, they ain't talking to me. I don't know who they talking to, but it certainly says more about them than it says about me. I'm not going to let you make me feel bad just because I got up this morning, put on my extra clean clothes, and you looking at me like I, I, like I just bathe in, in, in dog poop. I mean, you can look at me and say whatever you want to say about me. That doesn't make it true. Oh, you heard me say it before. You could put a cat in the oven. That ain't going to make it a biscuit. And no matter how what you say about me is not going to make it true what you say about me. It's going to be about you. So as we begin to work on what are you waiting for, you can just put aside all of what somebody else is going to say or what somebody else is going to think, and you begin to just start easy, and then you start celebrating yourself. I mean, I moved the box. I moved the box. Oh, yeah, one box gone. I'm going to get some more box. Oh, I feel good. You know what? That felt really good. I think I'll move another box. You move your other box, and you celebrate yourself. You move 10 boxes, and then you just have, you take 10 seconds to have yourself a real party. You do a dance and a jig, turn around, touch the ground, and, and then say, ooh, that felt really good. Is this making any sense to anybody? This is how we scientifically began to deal with the things that cause us to procrastinate in our lives. And when we deal with those things, then we begin to see accomplishments begin to happen. Thirdly, make sure you have a good why. Why? Understand your why. Why do you desire this? Why do you want the garage clean? Because if you don't have a good why, 
you can get discouraged almost immediately. <sighs> Let me move this box. <sighs> why are you moving that box? I guess I'm supposed to. That ain't a why. It's not legitimate. That's not going I guess I'm supposed to. Well, who made the suppose? Who made the mandate? Who is the one judging what you're supposed to do? And who's going to celebrate you if you actually do it? Nobody going to celebrate you if you clean your garage, unless they're trying to live in your garage. <laughs> I mean, really, you got to have a why that supports your what. Because without a why to support your what, the energy to get it done won't happen. So the scripture in Isaiah says, come to me, all you who are thirsty. All of you are hungry, and even if you don't have money, you'll still be able to buy. Oh, my goodness. How are you going to buy stuff without money? See, we think that everything you're going to get, you're going to need money to achieve it or to acquire it. But the scripture is saying that the things that you need money for are temporary. But the things God wants to feed you with, the things that God wants to satisfy your thirst with, are things that money couldn't even buy if you had $10 million. So come. Come. You, you understand when it says come, it means, it, may, it means I'm available, but I'm not saying I'm coming to pick you up. Am I right? Come, says put forth some energy yourself. Do something you can do. You can come. You might not be able to do a whole bunch, but you can come. And if we're talking about spiritually, we're not even talking about coming physically. We're not talking about getting up and moving, we're talking about opening your mind to enter into the presence of the divine. Come, come, be still and know. See, knowing in that context is a verb. So you can be still and action happens. If you're tracking with me, you catch that. Be still and know. You can't really know until you're being still. But when you're still, then something starts to happen. And openness in your spirit happens and the divine begins to reveal God's self to you in the midst of your stillness. And therefore, then you begin to have the energy. You begin to understand your why. And as you understand your why, your what becomes a lot easier to manifest. So now all of a sudden, you are doing the very thing that you weren't doing. We're talking about manifesting your most extreme dream in 2018. We're talking about not ending this year where you started this year. We're talking about raising the, raising the bar, taking your life to the next level. And understand with every level, there's going to be a new devil. So I'm not saying getting to the next level is going to make everything easy. No, the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So yes, the enemy wants to destroy your plans. And procrastination is one of the tools that the enemy will use. Because the idea will be there, but the energy won't. And what good is the idea without you doing anything about it? <coughs> Sounds good. Mm. Would be nice. Mm. But what you going to do about it? What you waiting on? What, 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 what are you waiting on? What are, 
God is saying, I, 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 got, I can provide all your needs. God is saying that your most extreme dream ain't nothing to me. It, you can't dream bigger than God's ability to make it happen. You cannot dream too big for God. Your dream is never bigger than God's ability to do because God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more. Turn to your neighbor and say more. God can do more. God can do more than you can imagine. So we talk about starting with your vision board and understanding that the provision is greater than the vision. Mm, mm, mm. I'm hoping you're catching this because if you're not, we're going to be, be riding this train all year. We're going to ride this train. Why? Because I believe that what God has for you is for you. And I believe that the enemy who is coming to steal, kill, and destroy may have been killing some dreams, may have been killing some desires, may have been killing some potential, and I am sick and tired of the devil stealing. I'm going to take back what the devil stole from me and declare victory in my life and victory in the lives of each person who is in this room under the sound of my voice, whether you're on Facebook Live, whether you're on, in China, wherever you are, I am declaring that what God God has for you is for you and it's time to take back what the devil has stolen and we're not going to allow him to take our life anymore take nothing from us we're going to kick his behind all over the place we're going to resist Satan because we know the scripture teaches us resist Satan and he will flee resist Satan and he will resist negative thoughts and they will resist negative ideologies and they will Whatever negativity there is in your life, if you resist it, it will flee. How do you resist negativity? By 